up, everybody? Happy New Year. Alex Nepa here with you. Yeah, it's it's been a while, hasn't it? <laughs> well, thank you for joining me. Um, let me just say that. And while I'm not going to make any promises as to how often I'll record here and going on forward, I do plan on recording more. Um, I got a bunch of stuff, obviously, that I'm up to um, reworking the website for the new year a little bit. I'm going to be doing a monthly mix. I've got a bunch of guest mixes lined up. I've got one lined up for Smash the Club, um, one that aired on Pitbull's Globalization as part of Double Down Radio. And I've got a Club Killers featured mix coming up in March, actually the week before my wedding. So I've got all that to look forward to, and if you go to djalexnepa.com, you could find the most latest mixes that I've been putting together. And again, at least once a month, I'm aiming for mixes. As for the podcast, I guess I've got a goal of every other week, so we'll see if I can make that happen. But we talked about my Club Killers mix, and that's going to air um, the week before my wedding, and that's going to make me segue into my wedding, which is actually what I want to talk about. I want to talk about planning a wedding, um, my kind of experience with planning a wedding so far, the good, the bad, the ugly, the fun stuff, the headaches, the things I expected, the things I didn't expect. So we're going to rewind a little bit and I'll tell a story. I got engaged um, in on December 28th of 2021 in um, Tampa, Florida at Burns Steakhouse with the, my fiance, Kristen. Obviously, I uh, need a fiance to propose to. She said yes, so things were off to a good start there. We had a great dinner, and we um, we let ourselves kind of enjoy being engaged for about four months, maybe a little bit longer, and then we kind of started kind of talking about, and, and we'd had conversations, of course. Um, we talked about uh, what we what we kind of wanted to do for our wedding and some ideas we had. And, and my idea, 100%, was uh, eloping. And like, let's just do it on a beach. Um, Kristen is super family-oriented. Not, not to say that I'm not, but I thought, okay, let's, let's get married on a beach, private ceremony, um, with just our parents, because that lets uh, our immediate family be there. And Kristen has a giant family, um, kind of located all throughout Pennsylvania. My family is a little bit smaller, um, but located all through the United, throughout the United States. My parents are actually in Florida, um, just outside of Naples, Florida. My brother lives in Vegas. Um, both of my sisters live in the Scranton area. So nothing super central, uh, and her family is a little more local, but not not super, super, super close. So we started kind of looking at like a traditional reception and, you know, when we could do that, that would make sense. And, you know, obviously me having a career in the wedding industry where I make 90%, 95% of my money in between Easter and Thanksgiving meant that it needed to be in the off season. So we did start talking about like, let's, 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 maybe, maybe we'll do this in Florida and get married on the beach with our parents and siblings. And, and we kind of agreed on that. We thought, like, hey, we've got my – my parents are in Florida. Almost all of our family vacations take place in Florida somewhere, and even our date nights and escapes take place there because my parents are in better shape than hers to kind of look after uh, our daughter. And so we, we're like and, – and we actually do Christmas every other year in Florida. We, we kind of take turns. Her family gets one year. My family gets another year. So we've got like kind of like a good built-in kind of connection to Florida and Naples, Florida especially. And, you know, one of our family traditions is we go to the Ritz-Carlton Beach Club 
every Chris, every other Christmas when we're spending um, the holidays with my parents. So we thought like, oh man, maybe we could get married at the Ritz Carlton. And then we kind of thought, you know, okay, what about everybody in Pennsylvania? It's quite a burden to ask that ask a lot of people to go to Florida. So we did settle on parents and siblings. Um, so and, and you know that would still make up probably about twenty people in in, in uh, Florida. But we wanted to do something here in Pennsylvania. So we were putting some thought into that too. Do we have like a welcome home party and just do a house party here at our place? Or do we, you know, kind of look at something that might look a little more like a traditional reception? So I want to kind of talk about like why we didn't do a traditional reception. I'm going to break the fourth wall here. I'm 44 years old. All of my friends are in their 40s. Um, I've got some younger DJ friends and, and some people that work for me at Mint DJ events and work with us at Mint DJ events that are a little bit younger. But, you know, for the most part, my, my, my friends are in their 40s. Um, and you know, I actually have friends or one friend that has a grandkid. So all of a sudden we're looking at that. Like, are we going to rage? Kristen is not as old as me. She's in her mid thirties, but her family is actually super, I'm just going to say redneck. Um, they're, I mean, they're, they're super rural. All they love is country music. Um, and their idea of a reception wouldn't necessarily look like what my family would want a reception to look like. My family is from uh, eastern Pennsylvania, the Scranton Wilkes-Barre area, but Brooklyn um, is is where you know my grandfather was from, and you know I've got a lot of New York Italian style family members that would want like this super elegant traditional reception. And while her parents would probably like for her to have, Kristen's parents would like for her to have a traditional reception as well, what they would deem traditional would be a lot different than what my family would deem traditional. So we're looking at like mixed um, mixed, mixed ideas of what a reception would be. And, you know, they're not always in sync with each other. And we're also looking at different ages. And, uh, you know, all, a lot of my friends have kids, a lot of Kristen's friends have kids, so then we're talking about kids at weddings, and, you know, so, and hiring a DJ would be so important to me, you know, but I almost feel bad for hiring a DJ and saying, like, hey, try your best to make this shit work, bro, because we've got people that are super into country music, we've got people that are into disco, we've got people that are into hip-hop, and and some people are a little more rigid in their opinions because like I do weddings all the time here in central Pennsylvania and I think I excel at them where there are those mixed crowd where is that mixed crowd but hopefully you know that mixed crowd is a little more open-minded to some of the ideas and and things that you know they're the couple would want and they're also younger so a lot of the people that are getting married are in their 20s or early 30s don't have kids and you know you could have a kid-free wedding without you know a lot of kids jumping around everywhere too so we took all that into consideration and before I kind of tell you what we came up with, um, because a lot of my listeners might not know, I will say this. Uh, we decided to throw a party here at the house um, for Memorial Day weekend 2020, like at the, 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 the height of the pandemic when, you know, everything was shutting down and people weren't getting together and everybody was, you know, wearing a mask every single place. So Memorial Day weekend is big for her family. They usually go camping. They have a campsite. Her dad has an RV. 
Um, so they're doing it that way. So it was kind of like our idea, like, hey, let's get some good friends together. Let's get the family together. We had like 50 or 60 people over at the height of the pandemic when that was probably not even allowed. Um, so, you know, one of the things we did, we had food, you know, we had obviously a full bar, we had uh, music playing. And this is kind of like the PTSD slash memory I have of, you know, and one of the things that led us to kind of take this different approach to a reception or a wedding was um, I was like, okay, what can I play that, you know, is is background music, people could have conversations, they might jam to, um, you know, for me, that might have been like, you know, hip hop, or they, you know, could be like a little bit of like loungy house or EDM type stuff. Um, Kristen, you know, likes her super poppy stuff, you know, just like any, any girl does, you know, obviously. Um, and, and Kristen's dad and her entire family is all country. So I'm like, you know, let, let's, you know, it's a Ameri- it's an Americana type of thing. It's a Memorial weekend. Let me put on some Southern rock. So like I literally just threw on a, a Spotify Southern rock playlist. And, you know, Southern rock is like, you know, the Allman Brothers, Leonard Skinner, that type of thing. And the only thing I remember is her dad getting um, to our house with, with his mask on or his bandana, bandana that was uh, playing the role of a mask. And her father was like, after like 20 minutes of like, you know, drinking some beer and talking and saying hello, he's like, what the fuck is this shit with this music? And I'm like, well, you know, dude, you graduated in like 1980 from high school. You're, you're from like, you know, rural Pennsylvania. Like country music, you know, was like Merle Haggard and stuff back then. Like, you know, I, I thought I thought this was a good middle ground, but he hated Southern Rock. It's garbage. So that's when I kind of got an idea, like to how like closed off like he might be to other music types and their family too. And it's not me complaining or anything like that. It's just me kind of giving some some background and some foresight into like why we made the choice we did. So we were dead set on Florida, one hundred percent dead set on Florida um, in May of uh, last year, twenty twenty two. That's when we kind of sat down. We went out, Kristen and I. Kristen took, took the day off of work. I took uh, the day off from my office here. And we were like, okay, let, let's hammer out the majority of our wedding plans. So um, we came up with the idea. Let's let's definitely do the beach wedding in Florida. Let's get married there. Let's do parents and siblings. No kids. Um, so that that's, uh, offers a challenge. But again, you know, that gives us, you know, 20 people. It gives us a nice time to have an adult dinner. Obviously, our daughter will be there. But she's, she's pretty chill and... Uh, Hopefully we, we keep her at bay. I think she's going to have a great day, a great time anyway, being the far flower girl. So we came up with that idea, you know, like we, we like kind of budgeted flights. Um, we looked up wedding planners, got some advice, and we got a uh, planner. Um, his name is James with, uh, with Seize the Day, and his wife is Jasmine. So they're a, a husband and wife team. And they kind of had this, like, they, had, they have a lot of experience with Florida beach weddings, so that that was why we chose them and we were like hey you know we need help finding a beach to do this in at um we need like help finding a dinner afterward um we need help with chairs we need help with you know all the rental stuff we need an officiant uh, we need florals Kristen probably needs makeup down there and hair so those are all the things we kind of asked of them and they've knocked it out of the park uh, 100% so far and we've got the utmost confidence in their ability to execute the day of on March 15th. So less than two months from now. So the Florida piece was pretty much handled, actually, just this week. Um, we actually had almost a little nightmare that, thank God for James and his wife, Jasmine, they handled it almost all completely for me. We had to switch up the beach location because of the hurricane that happened in October. The beach was fine, but I guess the city of Naples isn't 
allowing weddings on any of their public beaches this year. So we just had to go to one of the county beaches, which was less than a quarter mile away, literally on the same street, and they handled all of it. Um, I just had to sign the uh, permit and pay for the permit. So again, like, you know, having a, a good wedding planner in an area that we're not native to was a necessity. And I still think, you know, if you're doing a traditional wedding, there's so many pieces that, you know, you just need help with. You don't know. Even me in the industry, we sat down at the bar in, in last May and, and planned a lot of this, but there were pieces that I forgot and some, some areas that I messed up in just because they're not areas that I necessarily handle with weddings. Um, and we didn't do a wedding planner up here, but we did want to have a party up here. We wanted to do something that would kind of let our closest friends and family gather, and that might be 60, 70 people, maybe under so we, we wanted to do something here again, and we also wanted something where, you know, all of the kids in our family could get together. So we came up with the idea of a send-off party that we would do on Sunday, March 12th, which would basically, you know, the next day we'd all get on a plane, our families, and then go down to Florida. And again, it would allow all of our Pennsylvania relatives to kind of gather and, you know, everything like that. So we put this together. We're doing it at the lobby bar at Hotel State College, which was actually brand new, um, just opened up in September. Super cool space, really, really warm uh, looking, very modern. And uh, yeah, just it, I think it's going to be perfect for what we have. We're going to do heavy past plates, um, heavy hors d'oeuvres, and um, we're going to do some kind of carved meat and... Uh, yeah, it should be good. should be a great time. I'm going to have just a background playlist playing, and then I'll probably do a mix this time of everything from country to pop to, you know, some love songs and stuff. But we're not doing a traditional first dance. We're not doing a grand entrance. Um, just, just just a good gathering, a nice, nice, elegant gathering, a good time. So, yeah, that, that that's uh, – and, and all those pieces are now coming into play. But I will say, you know, I never imagined this – being like, I, I definitely, uh, I think both of us expected some feedback and maybe even some negative feedback as to what we're doing because um, it's not super traditional. But um, yeah, so her family, um, not big on airplanes, and we, uh, and and we we kind of found that out. Where her father at first was like kind of hesitant to uh, commit to going to the wedding. And we would have totally pivoted and not done what we wanted to do as a couple to accommodate her father. But, I, man, I had to have, like, probably one of the most uncomfortable uncomfortable conversations with her dad because his – he didn't show, like, fear of being on a plane, which is he's never flown before in his life. The furthest he's ever gone is Ocean City, Maryland. But he was kind of, like – being a dick to Kristen about it, I guess, is the best way. Like, you know, like, because men are tough, especially older guys. You know, you've got that mindset, like, I can't show weakness. I'm just going to joke around. But he would joke, like, joke to her and say, hey, I don't know about this. I'm not going. Like, you know, I'm not going. You guys can come and see me when you get back. And, and that was really hurting Kristen's feelings. So I had to, like, basically think, okay, like, how would my daughter feel 30 years from now? Um... If I said, yeah, I'm not going to your wedding, have a good time. That's, that's kind of fucked up. Like, that's like, that's some, I don't know. Like, there, I, I, I feel a certain way about that. So I had to have a really difficult conversation with Kristen's dad. And it actually, like, 
he shed a couple ah, man, I don't want to get too much into this, but he, he like, you know, he showed some, some real emotion, um, in that conversation and just kind of said, Hey, he's never flown. He's kind of scared. So I was like, listen, we're all going to get flights. We're all going to fly down on a Monday. We're going to be on the same flight. We're going to fly together. We'll have some drinks before we fly, you know, it'll be all good. And then, and from there he was on board. So thumbs up there. <laughs> um, so that was, that was big. But then my parents, my parents were, were, not obviously not afraid of flying or anything like that, but my parents well like really got kind of strong armed and, and and giving their opinions about the wedding and the way they would do it, and it's kind of like nobody is helping us out with the funding of this wedding. My parents will probably give a nice healthy gift. I'm sure Kristen's parents will as well. So I guess you could say they're contributing in that way. But to us, like we didn't we don't want anybody's money. Like I mean, we it's we're gonna take the gifts graciously, uh, you know, just like anybody else would at a wedding. But really, what's most important to us is having the people that are closest to us, friends and family, gathered. Um, and and for Kristen, you know, it's obviously it's super important to have her father walk her down the aisle. So, but yeah, my parents were super kind of heavy handed. Hey, you need to invite these people. Like you know, invite this person. And then like, he was even said in a couple conversations with my father's like, Oh, invite my friend here. He's good for an envelope. And I'm again, like I, I have one uncle that he suggested inviting him. Like, I don't think I've seen him since my first Holy communion. Like I wouldn't even pay, be able to pick him out at a grocery store. If I saw him shopping, you know, like the envelope isn't important. The people that are close to us is the important part. And in that too, you know, we did invite one or two people um, that, you know, my, my parents suggested for up here um, that, I, that I knew too. And I was like, okay, that's cool. But like, you know, again, they're the people my father's trying to impress. So when there was a mishap with our invites, which is kind of one of the things that I didn't expect and one of the things that I've never had a hand in with weddings, I've seen invites before, um, you know, he was the first one to point it out, and we had already had it pointed out to us 25 times, you know, so it's like, yeah, I, I get it, you know, the invites got fucked up, we actually got a refund, so, you know, the company that did our invites, you know, did us right, and um, I, guess, I guess I could tell you a little bit about that, because it was kind of a headache for an entire week, and still continues to be a little bit, so... Uh, we got our invites through Minted. We, Kristen and I sat down. We picked out a design. We filled out everything that we thought we needed to. And then we paid for proofing on them. But there were two, three things actually wrong. One was just a small typo. There should have been a period and not a comma. And that was on me because I typed it out. Um, and, you know, Kristen and I or I could have caught it. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's just a typo, not a big deal. Um, one of the two bigger deals were the uh, return envelope where we would stamp the envelope and it's supposed to have a return address for guests to send in their RSVPs. For some reason, by default, that doesn't come addressed. And none of us, neither one of us caught that when you're stuffing the envelopes and putting the invites together. And they're really nice. I, I, the invites actually just cost under 60, uh, so pardon me, $600. And it was, you know, for, I think we got like 60 invites. So, I mean, we, we paid a lot for invites um, for not a ton of invites. And we went super premium. And another thing was too, like, and this was probably our data entry, but on the back of the main envelope that we sent out on the invites, there was a number missing in the zip code. And, and again, that could have been, you know, something that got lost in translation. Maybe I didn't type that in. Maybe Kristen didn't type that in. But it didn't get caught. And so people that got invited to our wedding didn't have a return address on their stamped envelope to send back to us. And we just got like 8,000 text messages asking us what our zip code was because when they were handwriting back the address 
you know, that wasn't included there. So that, that was a nightmare. And in hearing that and like, again, like, you know, like I can only imagine, you know, my, my parents have been like, you know, they're, they're, they're the super critical Italian parents, always second guessing everything. And it's just the way I was raised. And it's one of the reasons why I've gone to therapy. And it's one of the reasons I'm going to do an episode on mental health here soon. Um, but again, like their heart's in the right place. It's just, you know, yeah, we've heard this 8,000 times. And then my mom being worried about the decor for the restaurant that we're going to after our ceremony, when it's just, it's a dinner. It's it's going to be a very expensive dinner. It's going to be a delicious dinner. Um, we picked T. Michael's Steakhouse in Naples, Florida. Um, we, we love that place, and, and we have no doubt that they're going to crush it. But again, like, you know, hey, it's kind of a preset menu. You've got a couple choices. You know, we work with them to make sure everybody is taken into consideration. But, I mean, the restaurant decor is the restaurant decor, and it looks pretty nice in there. Actually, they just renovated. Um, they had some um, some damage due to the hurricane, and, and the, you know, they, they it's 10 times nicer than it was before, and I thought it was nice before the hurricane. So, again, like, you know, we're, we're here to get married. We're here to have a great time. But, yeah, one of the things, I guess, that we don't take, take into – we didn't really take into consideration was – not the hospitality aspect because we did put a lot of thought into that and, you know, making sure that there was a little bit of something for everyone. But, you know, the little jabs and the little bits of feedback that you get that, you know, might not be welcome. It's just, hey, you know, come to our wedding. We want you there. We want you to have a good time. But shut the F up if you're not paying for it, more or less, it is, you know, the gist of it. So, yeah, we've gotten a lot of feedback from people. Um some positive, obviously, because I do welcome feedback, you know, and I, and I want to improve at this. But, you know, yeah, I guess I guess in realizing it, like, you know, the initial day where we kind of put all the pieces together and decided on the plans and kind of made our checklists, like I was able to do pretty, pretty easily because of my experience in the wedding industry, but not having done things like sending out invites and again, like now we're doing the final little pieces like um, getting transportation to from the beach to the place where we're having our dinner. I just ordered an open air trolley. Um, that was not in my budget. And then of course, you know, we've got people that are staying in hotels in Florida and that have spent a ton of money to join us, which is not a small ask. Um, you know, again, none of us are millionaires. So, um, you know, we also discussed, okay, we want everybody able to drink, have a good time, not worry about driving, not have to rent cars potentially. So we set up like an Uber uh, group code for people to use to get to the beach. And then after the dinner is over, you know, to get back to their hotels from the location where we're having our dinner. So we've got all that covered. And then we have a honeymoon booked. Again, like all everything's pretty much in place um, to have a great wedding, to have a great day. It was just a lot. And yeah, it, it continues to be a lot. And I think both of us are very much just looking forward to the day, being able to enjoy the day, being able to enjoy the send-off party with friends and family. And then, you know, Kristen and I, we booked a cruise for our honeymoon. Not because we are bo- we're cruise people. Uh, in fact, I would say that we're not cruise people. We've never, Neither one of us have gone on a cruise. I don't think on our own that we would go on it. But, you know, we, we decided, okay, there's a cruise port in Miami, an hour and a half away from Naples. Let's do that. It, my parents, at first we thought my parents would watch Genevieve, our daughter, for, you know, during the uh, honeymoon. But then we, uh, because Kristen's mom had to fly home and we didn't want her to fly alone, Kristen's mom's going to fly with our daughter and then she's going to watch our daughter during the honeymoon. So that's, uh, 
that's all good there. So yeah, that's that's what it's like planning a wedding. It's uh, it's fun. I think I think there are some pieces obviously that are always going to pop up that you didn't know about, and um, just just always kind of be there and be aware of those things. But yeah, we we actually used um, some checklists from uh, Wedding Wire and uh, Zola. I think that's the website. And that kind of helped us with some of the smaller things too and and finding, you know, hair and makeup people, which is not a concern for me <laughs> as a bald dude. But yeah, for everybody that is one of my clients, I feel you every single piece of your wedding. And I can, I can imagine like I've got so many weddings c- coming up this year and, and in the past that have had like 300 plus guests. And I, I super feel you there because – you know, planning a wedding is not cheap in the least. And I, I would actually say that the way we are doing our wedding is probably just as expensive, if not more expensive with flights and things like that. Um, and, and and all the pieces that come into play from planning with two, two weddings, more or less, one real wedding on a beach um, in Florida and another kind of send off party slash reception up here. And, and, you know, we're going to have a photographer at both places too. So, and we're going to have live music, um, at, at the place in Florida. And, and we're waiting for RSVPs now, once we get all of them in, if there's more children than we anticipated, I may actually even look into hiring like a magician or some kind of side entertainment for the kids so that um, they can be occupied while the adults are able to have conversations and drink. So again, you got to think of small things like that. Keep everybody entertained. Be aware of uh, family members that might give uh, more feedback than is uh, warranted. <laughs> and And that's about it. But guys, thanks so much for tuning in. I did mention um, that I actually wanted to do the mental health episode this week and some things that I've done to kind of help me become more calm and centered, but I did actually kind of want to rant slash talk about wedding planning a little bit here today, so that's why I chose this route. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully I was some kind of help to you, and if I wasn't, thank you for listening to me rant. This is Alex Nepa, Sips and Ish, and we'll see you again soon.